Hey everybody, Mitch Newman here. Want to welcome you to Magical Moments with Mitch, where my intention is to add a little bit more magic to your already magical lives. And I must say, from the deepest parts of my heart, that I truly believe that we all have magic inside of us, and that our responsibility in this lifetime is to be able to uncover that and share that magic with others. So I want to talk a little bit today about this idea that I've been playing with for a while known as residual impact and how we can really shift from a me mentality to a we mentality. You know, we're, 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 we're in the depths of this coronavirus. We're in it. We don't know what it looks like. We're quarantined. We're experiencing lots of different ranges of thoughts and emotions. People are starting to come to the realization that this is not going to be some hard stop, some date where everybody just goes back to work, goes back to the way things were, goes back to the past. That we realize this is going to be an unfolding process, and it's going to be unfolding over time. And our willingness to embrace the unknown, the willingness to find the magic in the unknown, is really at the, at the foundation and the core, I believe, of what this time is all about. So I read something the other day that someone had posted. Uh, it was written by a woman named Sonia Renee Taylor. I don't know her, but I found what she had written to be completely on point and in alignment with what I have been talking about for multiple weeks now. So I'm going to read it to you real quick. We will not go back to normal. Normal never was. Our pre-corona existence was not normal other than we normalized greed, inequity, exhaustion, depletion, extraction, disconnection, confusion, rage, hoarding, hate, and lack. We should not long to return, my friends. We are being given the opportunity to stitch a new garment, one that fits all of humanity and nature. Man, I read that, the hair on the back of my neck went up. This is what I've been talking about with clients and with the communities that I circle around in and work within in really wanting this to be an opportunity for a, a deeper level of growth and healing, a, a raising of consciousness, a raising of the consciousness bar, really for all of us, and, and at least to have the opportunity to. Some may not choose it. Some will prefer to go back to the way things were, to go back to business as usual. And I think because this is going to unfold slowly over time, that I think this idea of reconstructing what we want the future to look like, how we want to show up, has a greater opportunity to take hold, to work within each of us so that we can create something, we can create something together that isn't about just me. It isn't about how do I get mine. That 
this opportunity to create value in other people's lives is not an afterthought or a byproduct. It's something we lead with. So I talk about residual impact and the power of what it means to create opportunity for other people, to be able to dig in and create a scenario where more people get to win. You know, we've really seen a distancing in society right now between the have and have-nots, the uber-rich, the celebrities, the people who are quarantining on yachts and in fancy homes on Caribbean islands and other places. We've really seen the impact that those types of things, uh, the wealth and the money and the opportunity, um, has really given people moments to pause that maybe perhaps what they need Forgetting about what they want, but what, what they really comes down to what they need isn't that fancy car, isn't that exclusive lifestyle, that projection they have on the, on the rich or the celebrities. But this notion that if we as a community of the world are all impacted, then what can we do to be better? What can we create moving forward? Where is the opportunity for us to show up in better ways? That this pause in play, this time out, this chance for us to re-examine how we have been showing up and not just to read something like I, wrote, I read to you just before because I've sent that to a number of people and they say, yeah, I hope, I hope the same thing or I wish the same thing. It's not enough to hope or wish for it. It goes back to Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. Be the change. We need to be the change. It's not enough to read that and go, wow, that really resonates for me, and then go back to whatever we were doing. The responsibility then comes down to what is it that we're going to do differently? How can we spell that out for ourselves now? How can we begin to entertain a different level of questions a different level of considerations that need to be made if we're going to go someplace that we've never gone before and do something that we've never done before and perhaps only talked about. What are we willing to do differently in order to get there? If we're going to talk about this concept of we, if we're going to talk about this concept of creating residual impact, then what's the plan? What's the plan in place? And you may not know the answer to that right now, and it's still formulating in, in my mind and in my heart as, as I share this. And I take time each day, and I examine the things that I would normally do. And I examine and observe the things that I would normally say, and I actually find myself starting to say them differently. Not worried, not at risk of insulting or harming anybody, but changing the script, changing the conversation, adding to it, subtracting things that I don't want to be a part of, adding new things that I think are invaluable in order to go forward with this concept of residual impact. How we can ultimately impact 
thousands and ultimately millions of people in a way that we've never done before, in a way that it's no longer okay to talk about the, con the conversation about racism. There's no more conversation about all of the inequities and inequalities that exist on the planet, but that we actually put things in place. Now, yes, there are people that are already doing that, and they've been doing that, but it's not the masses. The masses talk about that it needs to happen, but then they go back to their lives. Then they go back to the things that keep them busy every day, that distract them from making that higher level of contribution. So we can't read that and say, oh, I hope so too, Mitch. Hoping so doesn't make it so. Hoping so is just simply a thought that allows you to go back to sleep, that allows you to disconnect again. When what we need now is that deeper level of connection. We need to be looking more deeply inside of ourselves and the ways in which we can contribute, and the ways in which we have held ourselves back from contributing at that higher level. Leading at a higher level means contributing at a higher level. Being more conscious at a higher level. Putting other people in a position to not simply just have conversations about what's wrong, but that each of us individually have some way that we are contributing to the solution. Not as a byproduct, not as an afterthought, but that when we get up in the morning and we start our day that we're leading with contribution. We're leading with a desire to create residual impact. And like I said, I don't have all the answers. I just know that I am saying things differently than I've ever said them before. I'm holding my ground in ways that I don't believe that I've held my ground before. I'm no longer looking at picking my battles, picking and choosing my battles. None of it's a battle. It's all necessary. The deeper conversations are necessary. Not as a point of winning. Not as a point of righteousness but as a point of doing what's right. To be more intentional when I get up in the morning. To encourage others to be more intentional. To encourage others to stay more engaged in what they're doing and how they're contributing at a higher level. To learn when to say no or no more. To know that when we are saying yes, we are saying yes with 100% authority and synchronicity and authenticity. And that no doesn't have to mean pounding my chest, but simply understanding that I can no longer, that we can no longer continue to show up distracted manipulating situations and circumstances and other people to get something when what we need now more than ever we need now more than ever is to be giving more 
So it's no longer acceptable for me to say yes as a means to gain attention, to gain love, to gain acceptance, to be seen, to be valued. The responsibility is me valuing myself enough to know what ultimately is the course moving forward. And if I don't know the answer, and I know that I still need to move forward, to be willing to move into the unknown, into this exact place that we're all in right now, knowing that the magic will be found here. As challenging as it is to to watch and see what is happening to so many of our fellow Americans and citizens around the world, as challenging as that may be, the heartache, the heartbreak, the things that people are going, the unimaginable things that people are going through, we must find better. We must show up better. We must give more than we've given in the past. That we have to lead with that. So that when you say yes to something, when I say yes to something, I do so with 100% authority, knowledge, and conviction of what I'm saying yes to. That my belief is in alignment with what I am agreeing to. These are all of the components, many of the components, I should say, of what it means to create residual impact. Removing the distractions in our lives. Removing the obstacles in our lives. Removing ego from the equation. And saying to ourselves, how does this best serve others? How do other people benefit? I hear all this talk about how millions have been made in in environments like the ones we're in, even though we've never been in this environment. But in challenging environments, millions have been made by people seeking opportunity in these times. Well, I'm not interested in talking about how I can or how you can achieve millions in times of distress when people are dying in record numbers and in situations and circumstances that are unimaginable. I want to know from myself and from others what we can do together, how we can contribute to a greater good, to an understanding of what that greater good is, to be able to not just level the curve in this virus, but to level the playing field of life. It may sound like wishful thinking. It may sound like a pipe dream. And some people may see it that way. But I think now more than ever, in circumstances that we are currently existing in, that this is the time that we push the envelope, that this is the time that we make the shift, that this is the time that we seek a change that we've never perhaps thought was imaginable. To give ourselves and each other a bigger chance at winning as we define winning. As seeing ourselves as part of a global community that our impact that we can make, the residual impact that we can make is everywhere. It's not just in our neighborhoods. It's not just in our cities, in our states, in our country. It's around the world. 
that we get to see other people sitting inside like we're sitting inside, walking around and wearing a mask like we're walking around wearing a mask, knowing that this is happening around the planet. And yes, some big decisions are going to be made over time. Absolutely. And we don't know what this is ultimately going to look like. But who we, who we become when we come through this is everything. And the process of becoming that person, of becoming that community, has to start now. Appreciate each and every one of you. I'll be back again tomorrow. God bless. Thanks for listening in, and if you'd like to follow me or connect with me, you can do so on Facebook and Instagram at Life's a Mitchism.